Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Napa know-how. Keeping it simple is usually a good thing. And when it comes to rewards programs, keeping it simple is always a good thing. That's why we made the Napa Rewards program effortless. All you need is your phone number to start saving on the parts and tools you need. Then we automatically give you $5 off your next purchase for every 100 you spend. So start saving today with Napa Rewards. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You've been warned. Like that. Anyway. Advice, all that stuff, you know, all that jazz, you know. Fucking yeah. kangaroos. Stay with us, folks. Fucking kangaroos. Research, you know. I think that covered everything. Let's get this thing started. Did I mention we're live? We are live, exactly. Welcome to the Satirically Challenge Show podcast. A few notes before we begin. This podcast is... Boss, you want to try that again? I didn't mean that. I meant Boxing Roost. Sorry, that's wrong too. That was for the other podcast. Oh dear, I've said too much. I meant to say the population of disabled people, of which there are one billion of us worldwide. Sorry, did we offend you already? If we did, accidentally or otherwise, we have doctors standing by to take your calls. Wait, we know what you're thinking. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! I've tuned into the wrong podcast. Doomsday. The end of the world. I'm going to sanction them. Trust us when we say it's been done, not to us. But we just want to tell you that the opinions and the host are not being damned or owned by Bog Talk Radio or any other network. Hey, Daddy, I want an umphalumpa. I want you to get me an umphalumpa right away. All right, Bruco, all right. I'll get you one before the day is out. I want an umphalumpa now. Can it, you nit? 
Be careful, Veruca. Forever. Like we said at the top of this announcement, this show is run by trained staffers. He's absolutely bonkers. We totally agree on that point. Oh, wait. We did say that. We said it was run by people with disabilities. That's true. Anyway... We may have other hacks in the control booth, with the exception of their boss, Rhino, who heads our politics department, who... Satire isn't going away, and we've only just begun. Season 7, you're in trouble. Even though you're... Well, we know. We know you have a very little kitchen next to Gordon Ramsay's or Jamie Oliver's. Your kitchen is shite. Uh, we know. Get out of the kitchen. And we're implying nothing by that. Also, quack doctors, people who oppose to free speech, jail politicians, we're on to you. Also, dictators, people that are neurotypical. You talking to me? Is it everyone? If you're not, here's the definition, which is defined as two or more people who are considered to be normal. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, we have news for you. You're not normal. But we do encourage you to go... Please, please, please go straight to your doctors and get your head checked and enjoy the podcast. Thanks. Now we got that out of the way. Ah, yes. And welcome to another edition of the Satirically Challenge Show. Yes. It's tonight. It's called We're Going to Wing It Because We Didn't Have a Pre-Show Meeting. And that's code word for planning stories for the show. So, um, we begin begin tonight. Yeah, right. We begin tonight with, uh, of course, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg is in trouble. He is, he is basically, if the U.S. Congress, uh, for his fake news piracy wasn't enough, and them trying to secure multiple ads on televisions. And that ad campaign to say, we're going back to our original format, isn't enough. Well, he is willing to go to Washington, to D.C., and then he's off to Europe to face more music. What kind of music? Certainly not Verdi, or definitely not Bach, or definitely not any famous composer you've ever heard of in the 20th century. However, word is going around that um, some trolls are basically trying to get in on the act because they're apparently calling just plain old water Zuck Juice. But that's what delicious. they say. I mean delicious. But yet yeah, like a like a um a great good um sunrise and early morning, it's kind of funny in the fact that, well, in the early morning you can hear birds chirp. You can also hear news reporters going, uh, you hear that? You heard that, right? I heard that. Everybody else heard that, right? Of course we did. And, um, we also heard, I'm really sorry! Going from the mountaintops. I mean, the fact is, is that he was questioned on May 22nd, and he continues his absentee fall from grace or fall from, from Apollo 13 as a six hunt, a six, um, six men manhunt 
you know, as I like to call it. Right, Driz? Driz? Yeah. Yeah, yes, you're um, in, right? I mean, six... I'm, I'm, I'm here live. Live in of the studio. Of course you're here. Just to piggyback what you said about mm. Zuckerberg, he was grilled. He was grilled big time by the Euro- European Union, all because he couldn't answer or give simple and understandable answers as to why Facebook, the whole situation with Facebook happened with its uh, security leak. All he kept on saying was, uh, uh, Facebook is aware of the situation and we are trying to clear up any difficulties that users may have experienced when they logged in and when they logged out. For instance, the times that users would log out of Facebook and visit different websites, and Facebook would also track the websites that the users visited. Of course they would. He was basically stammering. Like, he couldn't he couldn't give basic answers. I'll say that he was sweating like a turkey. He was sweating. I wouldn't say sweating like a turkey, Drew. I would say sweating like bullets. I mean, the fact is, is that this morning, um... It is May 21st, or May 23rd. Uh, May 23rd. Two days ago, yeah, two days ago, um, the European representatives of the European Union, that is to say 5 million citizens, will be live-streamed after all, today you confirmed. Also, the fact is is that um, EU's Parliament President on Friday and major political groups uh, this morning, or that morning, President Antonio uh, Tanjaki confirmed that Facebook had agreed to a one-hour and 15-minute hearing before being live-streamed and went out with this tweet at 4.01 a.m. Wow. What? Um, and literally um, Whoop. Wow, there, there goes the, uh, there goes the disclaimer again. <laughs> yep, there it goes. That, that thing, anyways. Um, that thing. But anyway, moving on. Anyway, moving on. I mean, the thing is, is that really, over and over and over we seem to see that the the incompetence is very much a problem with Mr. Zuckerberg. Um, not just incompetence, um, but it's a lack of, of oversight on his part as well, too, because since he's the CEO of Facebook, he is the one that should be responsible for how the website is run and how millions of users Logging every day and how they are able to trust that Facebook doesn't use their lose their data. With some I mean, firms. lose their data is one thing, but you have to remember, like everybody's um things things are on there, and personal information, your birthday, your um, your likes your comments, your pictures that you probably don't want your parents or anyone else to see. I mean, pictures. and 
Also, um, if you have any lewd photographs, then they're going to be leaked as well. It doesn't, it just doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, man. And then once you post it up there, it stays there. No, the I mean, thing is, delete permanently. You can delete the picture, but it still remains inside the servers. Deep down into the bowels of Facebook. And thousands of stuff, or thousands and thousands of people's valuable information. If you download the thing, right? If you download um, anything, right? It seems to keep a log of how many things you download, you know? And like every little thing. Every little thing you didn't do, you know? And yet, in breaking this open, that he's going to continue to, um, you know, on Monday, we had two trolls in, right? So, <laughs> I, I think that we're going to revisit the trolls, because it does better explaining that these trolls are actually pissed. Where is, like, all crazy? really sorry for us. Thanks, Dane. We say that, honestly. In truth, we feel sorry for him. Because, well, we don't like ignorant trolls. We love our kind. We hate the current state of affairs with the governing body of the world. And with the God, we can have the extra content that's exposed. But I digress. The purpose of Troll Book was to capitalize on the scarcity of trolls socially commenting on on substitutes, which is what... Zuckerberg, 
it's never going to be over. Because not only did he create this massive thing called Facebook, but he somehow created it with not to be, uh, or a system to be hacked. You know, um, rather than, uh, making sure that basically it was a thing that ran smartly. I mean, You're not saying um, to be too big to fail. Yeah. Facebook think that it's too big to fail, but look at what's happening now. It's failing left and right. It, it's failing, and it's still it's making that promise to 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 say, oh yeah. We're going to improve. We're going to improve. We're going to improve. Where? And when? That's the thing. When? When is it going to improve? What's the outline for the plan? Exactly. What has to be... This is to be the most important topic of understanding. Like, when is it going to affect? Who's going to be affected? Has any of our any of our data been compromised in any way, whatsoever? Right. Right, and the other thing is that the um the compromising of data is extremely huge because it then breaks internet privacy rules, which also in turn breaks EU rules, which is why he's going over there. The question we have, I guess, is. Um, when this is going to um, in the wake of the Cambridge Analytica data misuse scandal uh, what else is going to be leaked you know mm-hmm. what else is going to be leaked and and we just have to see I mean it may have been over already and maybe we may be too late in reporting it but we will say this uh, whatever whatever comes of it and the fact that he's he's just like the president saying he's he's sailing for his own apology tour, you know. It's kind of like the president saying, I'm gonna sail for my own rally tour. You know, it's kinda of the same thing. It's the same it's the same thing. You know, I mean, Driz, what are you thinking? Johnny, what yeah, are you I, thinking? With Zuckerberg in this case, I, I can understand why he would be nervous, why he would be so nervous. And that's because of the fact that he didn't expect things to go the way that they're going now with Facebook. He just thought that, oh, I'm going to create Facebook inside my dorm room with a few classmates and let this create become something special. And and it did. It became special. It was um it became a worldwide kind of thing where everybody would sign up to use Facebook, businesses, companies, um and for personal use. Right. And when and I heard the- get big to fail, that was once a thing. That was once a phrase that would it mm-hmm. it until yeah. now when you um, all these issues and all these changes taking place because every year there's something going on. There's technical issues, there's uh, security, data leaks, and the like. 
it's kind of like you you open up your your page, but at the same time, it's like you're taking the risk of releasing the information, the little bit of information they put on the internet to the world, for everyone to see. And with issues that come up like that, issues that are far beyond your control, you're you're nervous. You you just think to yourself, oh, how do I get out of that? So like, because Zuckerberg, he can use this as a learning experience. And he's going to use this as a learning experience. Yeah. Guy's 30 I, years old. 30 plus years old. He's a billionaire. He's... I he mean... Just, yeah. In terms of you know, being a better... I'm not saying that he isn't a good businessman, but with managing his company, and then again, the strongest can always learn something new, you know? Well, yeah, and... It's it's kind of funny. I remember this all too well in when he began Facebook and he got grilled and it was kind of funny in the fact that when he was doing this, right? He got grilled and the first time he got grilled, he got angry. And it's It's the same thing, you know? Angry. He looks like a peaceful guy. Right. And he wasn't a decent guy, but he wasn't, like... He didn't have a kid. He wasn't married yet. You know? Mm-hmm. He wasn't married, and not only that, but it is funny in the fact that when you're not married and you don't have a kid and you have a multi-billion dollar company, that changes things. Yeah, you look at life with a whole different perspective. Look at yourself, you like the company in a whole different fashion. And and you look at it as Oh, data, what's that? You know data. and What is this data you speak of? Exactly. What is this right. data right. that you speak of? Um data. Uh I don't know anything about data. I I created a Facebook page and um, I created a database where users can leave in all their stuff and then we collect it. But then again, I don't think that. And um, I'm just quoting Zuckerberg Zuckerberg with a situation like this. Um, We want your cat selfies. Right. We want your cat selfies. We want everything about you. Not only that, but we want so much about you that it will make you not feel human. Yeah. You know. Facts. Facts. And make you feel like some kind of animal or a number. 
Exactly. Whichever you want to look at. Isn't all we really are online a bunch of ones and zeros? Well, some would think that. Yeah, some would think that. I think others would think that um, others would think that the um, the fact of people who are going through this kind of thing it is very interesting because other people are going data data what is that okay what's that I never heard of and what is data And and what is data beside um besides the data thing? It's also an embarrassment because you have many other things um many other things uh, many other things like his staff and the fact that they're not even they're not well they're probably certainly reticent of it they're just not reticent of what's going on or maybe they are but we wouldn't know that internally, you know. Um, yeah, we would never know. We would, we would know. never know that, except if they chose to come out with it and say that Facebook, uh, we're going to raise the right flag and actually say we're going, you know. But no, the other thing is um, the other thing is that. In in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, switching topics. In switching, um, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the process they're going through the process of preserving disability history in Western Pennsylvania, and this is a positive because this group not only aims to preserve it but share it and share the long history of disability rights in the area, uh, and. The work, the workers have worked to build a website into a clearinghouse where general scholars, uh, general public and scholars alike can find information in an archive on what local history, disability history exists and where these collections are stored. Um, Tina Caraballo is the founding member of the Western Philadelphia or Western Pennsylvania Disability History Action Consortium. You were saying 
Okay, Western Pennsylvania. In Western Pennsylvania. Um, and it's everything from records of photographs from the blind and rehabilitation visiting services of Pennsylvania to the hospital records of the now-closed Dixmont State Hospital to the uh, former Dick Thornburg records to records for the Pittsburgh chapter of the advocacy group Open Doors for the Handicap of Pennsylvania. And the fact is that there are a lot of groups, us included, who uh, continue to break down barriers. Um, and that's great because the um, breaking down the barriers column on disability issues for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette from 2012 to 2004. 2002, sorry, to 2013, and the consortium doesn't uh, maintain the uh, collections, but aims to offer a central online location where anyone can go to learn about more about disability history. Um, and the fact is, more and more and more as mental health comes out, and we come out with podcasts like this, and others like that or like this for example uh, it's we really need to do justice and learn from history because there's some very negative things that went on that we don't want to repeat especially in state facilities Um, prior to the passage of certain federal laws people with disabilities were often institutionalized in many ways excluded from education and employment and community life. I mean, it was almost, no, it was like a prison. Um, and the struggle by people with disabilities and for people with disabilities to attain civil rights, which has only been recently recognized as a part of American history. And it took them that long. So we we, we don't want to see a Penhurst uh, asylum opening up that hell again. No. Don't want to see them. No. No, we don't. But uh, also in many locations, including Western PA. Yeah, here in the eastern part of Pennsylvania here. No, uh, even in New York and uh, San Francisco and, well, not San Francisco, but. No, we don't uh, want any of back up again. Any of them, no. But the fact is, there have been dramatic changes that have occurred but not have not been sufficiently documented or preserved or shared. And so the consortium members uh, explained in the state of announcing the group's formation in 2016, that the group would also be working on assisting the commemoration of the Torrance state hospital in Westmoreland County next year and coordinating donations with the Heinz history archive center which I might add is a fantastic uh, archive. Um, I've been there, and it's it's great, uh, such as photos, because you get to see everything. You get to touch everything. It's ephemera. It's great to look at, and that not only it's a great thing to um, do, this is a fantastic thing. I really wish that we could get in touch with... Um, the person who wrote this and see what we can do to help. Uh, but also such as photographs from local disability advocates and oral hist- histories. And the fact is that she, and Madras, Madras says 
has said that uh, I'm not sure that people in the community realize, therefore, that there are issues in Western Pennsylvania that has been the center of dis- terms of disability rights and adequacy. Um, the History Center is a, me- a member of the consortium, and later this month is going to host a let not let's not repeat repeat the past. The History Meets Disability Adequacy 2018, which is a program focused on the history of the current status of Medicaid and the Americans with Disabilities Act, two very important things. The ADA federal landmark is a law, a federal law prohibiting discrimination. Um, Senator Bob Casey will be featured as a featured speaker, and this is a civil rights story that people need to know about. Uh, and if, and so if you are in the area, um, admission is free to register. Uh, the admission is free, but registration is required. Um, so yeah, it is a great thing. Um, and if you don't know what the ADA is, well, you should look that up before you go to the exhibit. You should look at all the mental history and all the mental health that is coming out and all of that. Um, yeah. But then Australia is also trying to prevent bullying for people with disabilities with a new policy that helps students with different abilities. Um, and bullying for people with disabilities, such as everybody on this podcast has had bullying at some sort of... Yeah. Point in the line. Yeah, we all um, we all have been. We all been, We've all been there. We've all been there, and the fact is, is that in Australia it's no different. Um, you know, the fact is, is that unfortunately bullying with this building includes abuse and violence at school, and not only is not new or unusual experience. Writes the um, children and Young People for Disabilities of Australia, CEO Stephen Gottlieb, Gottlieb um, said that many in our community were rightly sickened of the footage which emerged of a young boy with a disability being violently assaulted by his peers outside a secondary school in Melbourne. Granted, all around the world, every minute something happens like this. Um, and none of us should be reassured by claims of this rare incident. And... So the last year, 56% of students had been experienced bullying the previous 12 months and is more than twice the rate of bullying and is estimated the general population of school-aged children experience this. It's not only in Australia, but it's also in the United States. It's in Britain. And the fact is, is that some people... Um, an eight-year-old de- detailed an experience of a student in year seven who reportedly had to leave school at lunchtime as part of a school safety plan for him being bullied or assaulted. Um, unfortunately, the fact is is that bullying with students with disabilities includes abuse and is not new or unusual experience. And this late latest incident is not rare and is an unblatant example of needs. For systematic action not only systematic action in Australia but it's clear all around the world 
Um, and so, yeah, uh, that's that's really our show for tonight. But sorry to end on a sour note. But we will be back uh, next Mon. No, we will not be back next Monday. No, yes, we will. Yes. It's up in the. It's up in the air. Somehow we got a Memorial Day show for some reason. It's somehow we got a Memorial Day show, but definitely, um, we will definitely be back by. I think sometime. Driz. No, not sometime. We will be back by the next Monday, and then we're off for two weeks, and then we're back on the 18th. Um, so, yeah. Uh, enjoy the rest of the week, and we will see you on Memorial Day. Have a great night. Yeah, and we good night, everybody. Good night. Sorry for too much. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.